Hello listeners, Dr Seward here. Before we get started, I have something quite exciting for you. I've been doing some research since it looks like I'll be handling the podcast for a bit, and I've come across some truly wonderful productions, so I thought I'd let you know about some of them on occasion. I'll start today by sharing with you the trailer for a fascinating piece of speculative fiction. Enjoy! The Station Arcadia podcast tells stories from a dystopian world where dieselpunk, steampunk, cyberpunk, and solarpunk societies all exist side by side. These diverse stories are told through a radio station on a shifting island, and given voice by the station's host, Cassandra. Did that man just try to offer jerky as a consolation prize for someone's daughter? Woven through each standalone story are threads that come together to tell the story of a revolution and hope in the face of a dying world. I understand enough. The revolution still has hope and I want to help. Breaks in the narration bring us on site to each society, where we hear four unique and powerful stories. Stop squirming! I can lift myself through the window, let me just... Mm. Uh. Ow. Station Arcadia broadcasts Fridays at 9am Pacific Time. Transcripts and additional information are available at stationarcadia.com. Remember listeners, stay safe, stay moving, and stick close. You've been listening to Station Arcadia, the promo. Welcome to Murray Mysteries. start again? I hope you're doing well? No, no, that was pathetic, Jane. This is Dr Seward, here to update you on the current situation regarding Lucy's health. Many of you were concerned after our last broadcast, understandably so. I understand it ended quite dramatically. I would like to thank you for your interest in her well-being. It's good to know that even people who have only ever heard her voice People on the other side of the world care about her enough to want her to get better. And I assure you, we are doing everything we can to ensure she does. After she fainted at the end of the professor's examination, we took Lucy to the nearest hospital. I'm aware she didn't want to be hospitalised, but we still felt it was the best course of action. She was kept in observation for a couple of days, but they couldn't find anything more than we did, so she was sent back home. We called Art, of course, who was currently in the United States caring for their father, and they will be returning as soon as possible. I go in to check on her every day after work. So does Professor Van Helsing. Did I hear my name? Professor! I was just updating Mina's listeners on Lucy's condition. I see. How much did you tell them? Oh, well, I, I don't believe there's that much to say. Mm, yes, better keep it that way. What do you mean? You know the procedure. You don't generally reveal too much about your theories until you have enough information to substantiate them, do you? Doing so could influence the patient or get them attached to a diagnosis that might turn out to be incorrect. Right. Yes. But I don't exactly have any relevant theories on Lucy's case. Do you? I might. Oh. 
I know how you feel about telling the patient, but would you consider telling me about them? All in good time, my friend. All in good time. You know, I used to know a man, a corn farmer. He could look at his crops and tell you if it was going to be a good harvest. Now, you would never see a farmer dig up his crops to see how they were growing. His best tools are his knowledge and patience, and ours are the same. I have sown my corn, and nature is doing her work. All we can do is wait to see if it grows. I'm not sure I'm following this metaphor. Don't worry about it. Just keep doing what you do best. I've heard you are taking notes. That's good. You know what they say. Knowledge is stronger than memory, and we should never trust the weaker. You don't want to reveal too much to the patient, but you should keep documenting anything you notice, your doubts, your theories, any detail that doesn't sit quite right. Nothing is too small to be important. Don't be ashamed to record a wrong guess, because it could always lead you to the right one. You were a great student, but you always struggled to trust your instincts. Listen to them. Just because they don't come with a bibliography doesn't mean they can't be right from time to time. Right. Um, thank you. That's good advice, I think. It is. Now, do you think the young lady is ready to see us? I suppose so. Wait, should I stop recording? What did I just say? Oh, yes. Documenting. Of course. Device stays on. Jane? Ah, you're just in time. We were just about to go in. Oh, good. Great. I came as fast as I could. My dad's doing better, and I just... I couldn't stand the thought of being so far when she's going through all this. I see it's a party. Sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to ignore you. You must be Professor Van Helsing. It's great to meet you, ma'am. Thank you so much for taking care of Lucy. Likewise. And I assume you're Art, Lucy's partner. You have very good timing. We could use your help. What can I do? You can ask me anything. If I could go through this instead of her, I would. I just... I don't know what I would do if anything happened to her. It took us years to finally get together, and now this... It's like the universe is against us, and I have no idea how to fight it. You're here for her, and that's a start. Morale plays a huge role in physical health, and I'm sure she'll feel better with you around. In fact, we shouldn't make her wait any longer than necessary. After you. Lucy? Oh, God, what's going on? Are you okay? Is she okay? Peachy. <laughs> How are you really? Uh, as you can probably tell by my lovely complexion and melodic voice. Not too good. Oh, Lou. No, none of that. You promised. She's got a severe blood deficiency. We need to take her to the hospital. No, no hospital. There's no other choice, Lucy. We're not giving you a homemade transfusion. Why not? If they could do it on Lost with the most boring doctor in history. Life is not a TV show. We're taking you to the hospital and that is non-negotiable. Uh, all right, all right. 
I haven't seen this bossy side of you before, Jane. I kind of like it. I just want you to be safe. Can you... Uh, can you get me out without my mum seeing? I, I don't want her to worry any more. <laughs> She's already sick enough. We'll do our best, right? Right. Can Can you carry her? Yeah, I can do it. Would you go ahead and take her to the car? We'll be right behind you. Here, I'll get the door. We should go. She needs urgent help. Just a minute. Did you see those marks on her neck? I did, yes. They looked like puncture marks. They didn't seem to be infected or anything. I thought they might have something to do with the blood loss, but there's no traces of it on the bed, so it can't possibly be that. Can it? Unclear. I need to do some research. Will you get our friends to the hospital and keep an eye on Miss Westenra? It's especially important you do not let her out of your sight. You're not coming? I'll join you later. Right now, I need to follow up on a theory. You know how it is. No time to lose. I suppose so. God, is this still recording? Murray Mysteries is a Nerve Storytelling production. This episode was written and produced by May Tudick and featured Bevan Tankard as Dr. Jane Seward, Rebecca Krauss as Professor Van Helsing, Lucy Willis as Art Homewood, and Megan John as Lucy Westenra. Original music by Sophie Kay. Thank you for listening. <laughs>